Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. So I'm a father of what? I got to find a babysitter. I found Care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your child care necessities, check out Care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your child care needs. All right, it is time to jump to our favorite segment of the show. It is the listener mailbag. Uh, we solicit your questions on Twitter. You can send them to me, at BobbyBeltTX, or to Brian, at Brian Broaddus. And uh, if you just want to email them to me, you can send them to bobby.belt at odyssey.com. But before we do that, this podcast only exists not because of our great, not just because of our great listeners. It's also because of our great sponsors like Boomerjacks. Uh, Boomerjacks, let me tell you, that is my spot on Tuesday and Wednesday nights now because – for the longest time, that was a void in my life in the fall during football season because I had football on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It was perfect. And then Tuesday and Wednesday always left me feeling so empty. But not any longer. I feel full because I have wings from Boomer Jacks. They have half-price wing specials. Tuesday, it's bone-in wings. Wednesday, it is boneless wings. So whatever your flavor is, they got the hookup for you. It is the perfect spot for whatever social outing you're looking for, whether it's family or, or friends or happy hour with coworkers. Boomer Jacks is the spot for absolutely ice-cold beer and great wing specials. You can check them out at boomerjacks.com, and they will have a list of the 17 DFW locations so you can find yours. Once again, that is at boomerjacks.com. Brian Broaddus, first question for you here. from Monday, yes, And uh, I think this is a good question, especially with what's coming up next week, mm. uh, the Eagles. How big of an adjustment – Will the D-line have to make to stay in their gaps and contain a running quarterback? Is it about less stunts, potentially more blitzing? How do they handle that? Yeah, I you know, the we need to see the injury report too for the Eagles because they might be a little banged up along that offensive line. A lot line. of banged up and yeah. else I can't remember. So yeah, I, I you know, that's gonna be a real uh a real key going forward, uh, you know, the health of their offensive line. I think you have to be very mindful. Uh, there used to be Rod Marinelli used to talk about making a quarterback throw from the well. And he yep. always talked about it when he played Russell Wilson. 
because Russell Wilson is a little bit shorter guy. So if you make him throw from the well, he might not see everything. I I feel like you you know there's these these scouting terms and coaching terms when they you know kind of like they call it muddle rush when you're mm-hmm. really not rushing hard but you're keeping the quarterback in the pocket or keeping him, as Rod Marinelli say in the well and making him throw. Uh, I will be I'm, I'm, when I study uh, Jalen Hurts throwing the ball. I really want to see where it is. Where is he completing most of his passes? Is it from the pocket? Is it outside the pocket? So, like gap integrity, you know, uh, you know how you rush, you know, don't get caught, uh, you know, don't get caught on the opposite side of, you know, you're supposed to be on a gap and you get knocked to the B gap. Don't, you know, that's assignment football. It's going to be so huge in this game because, you know, this is a, this is a unique team that with Philadelphia because they can run the football. And I think they're going to challenge your perimeter game. I think they, they've got really athletic guys. But I think there's some plans, too, that when you think about it, when you play a guy like uh, with Kelsey, the center, yeah. you know, when he has to have power on his nose, it's a problem for him. I'd make him play with a lot of – and if you play somebody in his nose, it gives him – he doesn't allow him to pull and get out in space and get to the second level and things like that. So um, – yeah, if you could power the power the middle of the pocket, drive Kelsey back, and but keep uh, keep Hertz in that in the pocket and make him throw from there, that could be the that could be the ticket for some success. It's when he gets outside the pocket, and he has the ability to pull the ball down and run. Those are the killer plays that he makes on you. Who's best equipped to do that? You think would that be Tristan Hill? I, I yeah. When, do I just play on the nose? Yeah, yeah. I, to, to I, I, power. Yeah, I would. I would. This is a game that we'll see what Quentin Bohanna's situation is. Really nice game from Carlos Watkins, by the way. Yeah, he uh, was on, on the tape. Played really well. It's not in the box score, but he but he played well. If you watched the All Twenty Two, uh, this is this is where you know Gallimore Watkins, if he plays, put just somebody big. Bohanna put somebody big on him that he has to deal with that he can't help. You know. I, I just I would always have a shade on him, a head up guy. He's the guy that you really have to control because we used to talk about this in Sky too. The ability to cut the defense in half because he could get to the second level. Travis Travis Frederick was the same guy. When he was uncovered, he could pull, he could get outside. Uh when he just when he, you know, he, he'd step to an A gap, get up on the linebacker. You just can't let Kelsey run free and do these blocks that he's really, really good at. So Make him play with a little bit of power. Attack him in the middle of the pocket uh, on on passing downs. You know, make him have to hold up and see if he could. You know, uh, even putting Osa over him, a guy with some quickness and a little power, I think that'll go a long way with helping you. Next question here from uh, Jake. He's asking, how long until we see Damone Clark out there on Sundays? So last. Wednesday, I believe it was, is when they opened his window off of NFI. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been about a week, a little mm-hmm. under a week, um, and you have a 21-day window where they need to activate him or else uh, I believe he's done for the year if they don't activate him. After. Right. He stays on NFI, yeah. And so he'd be done for the year. So he's right. not going to be done for the year. He is coming to play football this year, maybe mostly on special teams, but he's coming to play football. But that would seem to mean that he will at least be somebody that's factoring into the game day and actives 
as soon as I mean, anytime this 21 day window, they could get him going. But as late as yeah, I mean, we're talking about like Chicago, probably yeah, yeah. the latest it would be. Um, but uh, it, it's good to see him making the progress. He is. He was out there hitting the tackling sled. He He's gotten rave reviews from coaches about his demeanor and his mindset and fighting back from this. Uh, I, I think the Cowboys would love to have him back contribute on defense this year. I think they feel it's more realistic for next year. I don't know about you, Brian. I just I think when we see Clark, it's probably going to be a lot of special teams early. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah and you know if you mentioned the chicago game because then you would have philly detroit you say you play them in the chicago game and then you have a bye week the following week Let so on yeah, a little bit yeah yeah so you get him you get him some work you get him some work in that game, and then you have the off week in case there's any any things that are kind of uh, you know lingering or anything like that. But you give his body an opportunity to like okay recover a little bit, and then you start you know with uh, the Green Bay game after the bye. So to me, uh, yeah, I, I it's sometimes these things take care of themselves. We'll see you know the health of the linebackers. You might need him sooner than later. Sure, you know? but. Uh, you know, they've they've uh, they've done a pretty good job with the guys. I, I've been super critical on our our shows on 105.3 The Fan about Anthony Barr. I think there are times when Anthony Barr plays well, but the majority of the time I feel like he's kind of playing a little bit like he's playing in sand. You know, he, he, he just doesn't look as quick and reactive as he did when he played for the Minnesota Vikings. So that might be a thing that we get going in the, you know, as we go through these next three games or so that they decide, well, you know, having Clark in there over uh bar, you know, that might be something they move on from. So this is a question. This is, We're, we're going to cross pollinate a little bit here. Cause I'm going to have to take a reference from Sean and RJ, our morning show on one Oh five, three, the fan and, and explain that reference so that people can understand this question. This comes from Brandon who listens to this podcast, but also listens to our station. And Sean Sharif from our morning show has, has coined the term that those who are big fans of Dak Prescott, he calls them Dak heads. And those who are anti-Dak Prescott, he calls them Dak asses. It's a cute play on words that he does for both of them. Mm-hmm. So Brandon is asking the question, you've become 
Dakheads. I think he he's more referencing me because he said you like that. But he says, while you guys are fighting the fight with Dak asses, name the one consistent critique of theirs that you do find valid. I'm in the middle, and this feels less political. Uh, I I don't. The arguments in favor of keeping Cooper Rush out there, I don't find valid. I don't think there's a single valid argument to say keep Cooper Rush at quarterback. If you're talking about an argument I find valid of theirs about Dak Prescott, uh, something is not right with Dak's decision making and and his ability to read the field over the last year. I agree. Something, I agree. and I know it was a problem earlier in his career, but. When you watch the guy in 2019 with Kitna, you watch the guy at the beginning of 2020, you watch the guy in the beginning of 2021, mm-hmm. that is the guy who's reading the field different and quicker than he was in the second half of last year or the first game of this year. I don't know what's wrong there. And that's the scary thing is I think it's something correctable, I hope. But the scary thing is I don't know what it is. And it, it, I don't know if it's fixable. We'll see. But it, I have a feeling it is because I think it's related to a little bit of PTSD about the injuries that he had and and – he had a similar stretch at the end of 2017 where it just was not working and, and it lasted about 10 to 12 games. Um, and so while I think that's correctable, that's what's concerning is that that is a completely valid criticism over his last 10 games or so is that, you know, the play we always go back to here on this podcast last year in Washington, he just doesn't see Cole Holcomb standing there yeah. this yeah. year when he threw the interception to, was it Winfield who picked it off? Yeah. Winfield picked it off. And if he didn't, then it was going to be Carlton Davis who was standing yeah. there. Yeah. Two people were going to pick that pass off. And so that's the most valid criticism right now is I don't know what Dak Prescott has been seeing on the field the last 10 weeks. Yeah, I think that's the I think that would be the number criticism. I we were uh we were in studio today uh and we were watching Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson throws an interception in the Cincinnati game. And what happened was that they shotgun snap and they do this twirl around where they have Jackson completely turn his back to the field. Yeah. And then he fakes one way, fakes another, then spins back around and just throws the ball to the outside. Throws it right to the Cincinnati defensive back. And you're, you're sitting there thinking, and I, I, sh- I told my guys on the show, I said, that's what happens. That's why you don't want your quarterback. If he doesn't read the field very well, that's why you don't want him to turn his back to the field because he has to find where everybody is again. And I think that's a little bit of a problem with Dak. I think that the clog and cover defenses have given him problems because he's not exactly sure where guys are. He's, he's made some throws where, you know, he's like linebackers, like the Tampa game, the deep drop with a Mike backer, you know, and, you know, trying to get the ball down the seam and you didn't see the linebacker and it was tipped. And, you know, I think that's the thing that kind of terrifies him right now is these teams rush four, drop seven, and he doesn't know where everybody is, you know, and that's, that's why you see a little bit of the hesitation. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And then he throws it and it's like, well, damn, he didn't see that linebacker buzzing to the flat or, damn, he didn't see that safety come down into the middle of the field. You know, those are the things that probably, you know, there's quarterbacks that the, the, you know, the elite ones, the elite ones have the ability to see the whole field and they know how to, uh, they know how to react when, once they see, you know, they trust their eyes, they make a throw and usually they have some success. 
We have two more shows for you here this week. We will bring you uh, new episodes Thursday morning and Friday morning. So we'll be recording those Wednesday and Thursday night. Uh, hoping to have some uh, Philly insiders on to talk with you guys and uh, preview this Eagles team for us. Big, big game coming up. Uh, but it's a good time right now. Lots of reasons to be happy and optimistic. This team has a dominant defense. They've won four in a row. Uh, it's funny. One of the coaches yesterday in the locker room, I, I saw him. He saw me looking at my phone, and he he walked up to me, and he's like, what's the narrative today? And I said, everybody's just happy. He's like, yeah, it's hard to be it's hard to be angry after four wins. I was like, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so they know it, and they feel it, and uh, I think everybody's riding a wave right now. Yeah, and you know, and and yeah, it's you. It, it's it is hard to be critical, but you have to be mindful. And you know, I, I I I've been super super critical of this coaching staff, but you have to give them a lot of credit for you know figuring out that you know it's funny. Once again, uh, uh, Gavin Dawson, who works with you and I, Bobby, on the show, you know, he said, That's "Yeah, I'll I'll apologize." I'll apologize to Mike McCarthy, but he owes me an apology too for not getting after Kellen Moore and this staff and, you know, waiting until after Dak got hurt, you know, he owes me an apology for not starting sooner. Sure. So, but that's, uh, I thought it was pretty funny the way he said it, but yeah, they've done a great job to be in a position right now where a win would, would put them with a tie in the division and your backup quarterback has won five straight games. That that in itself is uh, is tremendous to even think about. That does it for us. We will uh, talk to you guys again on Thursday morning.